You are listening to The Winning Mind Podcast. I am Letitia D'Souza. I am a mindset coach and business strategist who has helped more than 1,200 people change their lives, their relationships, their businesses, and just win in life. There's a myriad of reasons why we're not winning in life. Most people don't really play to win. They play not to lose. And what winning really means is becoming a better version of yourself each and every day. We can do this together. Hey, everybody, it's Letitia. I'm always glad when I have an opportunity to share um, with you whatever it is that I'm going to share. As I always say, please continue to share the podcast because my goal is to help people really change their lives. And I, I really am deeply appreciative that so many of you just like take things that I share or that I challenge you with, that you take those things to heart, that you take those things and you take time to reflect, you know, times of introspection. Like I, I really, really appreciate it because that that's what this is all about. I get the bright idea sometimes to just try new experiences. I just I just like to do that. So probably about maybe three years ago, I did a trap yoga class. So for me, yoga, everybody always talks about the practice of yoga, how it's so calming. There's the many times I've tried it, I just I just didn't really find my fit. So when I did the trap yoga class, I was like, okay, well, at least the music gives me something else, um, you know, to to focus on. And so that was pretty cool. So they have one here in Atlanta, one that's in a studio, and also, you know, they offer it online. So me, being the person that I am, I said, let me sign up for the online version first, and then if I'm feeling it, I'll go into the studio. So I did a a monthly membership pass. I signed up for four classes, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday. Well, previously when I signed up for an online class with, with the gym that I used to belong to, it was streaming directly from the actual class, the gym. So I thought maybe this would be this setup. So Tuesday came, I was excited, had my yoga mat, ready to get into it, ready for my downward dog or whatever. The class never started. I got the notification, Letitia, you have a class coming up. Okay, thank you. Appreciate that. I'm, I'm logged in. Nothing ever came. The, the class never started. I'm logging out like maybe there's a technical difficulty. Maybe something is wrong with my technology. Nothing ever happened. So on Wednesday morning, I sent an email to say, I'm not, I'm not exactly sure what happened, but I couldn't log into the class, you know, um, just just trying to figure out what was happening, right? Well, then Wednesday evening when that class happened, the Zoom link went right on through and it was one girl. It wasn't streaming from the studio. It was streaming from her bedroom. It was just me and her. I was like, oh, this is a bit weird. Let me cut my camera off, but it's whatever. So Thursday came, Thursday's class, and I was really excited about Thursday's class because this was the one that was actually the trap yoga class. So I was really excited, energetic, enthusiastic. Same thing happened on Thursday that happened on Tuesday. Nobody showed up for class. So I know at this point that it's not a technical difficulty because I got into the other class, right, on Wednesday. So nobody had ever responded to my email as well. So by, what was this, by Friday, I was calling my bank like, could y'all run me my money? Here's the thing. I have, I always want to, as a a business owner myself, 
I always like to give people an opportunity to get things right. I'm not the person that goes and just like reverses charges or files online complaints because there could be a myriad of things that happen or a myriad of reasons why something happens. But the fact that nobody responded to me, now this this was, let me see, uh, this was almost, let's see, Wednesday, it'll be two weeks. So I don't know how many days that is, but almost two weeks ago that I reached out and they still never responded to that email. Um, But I always like to give people an opportunity to get something right. And I always like to find out like what's actually happening and give people the benefit of a doubt. But after two times, okay, this, this is two times too many when I don't yet have an established relationship with you to understand where you're coming from. So then one of my friends was like, well, do you want to just go into the studio to the class? I absolutely do not. To me, it's almost like that's that's like the equivalent of having a bad experience at a restaurant with their carryout. And then I say, well, let me go into the restaurant to dine. No, I'm turned off. I don't want the food. I don't want you. I'm over it. It's, I'm done with it. So that had me thinking a lot about service because as entrepreneurs, I think something that we don't understand is that service and excellent client service is a competitive advantage. So if you are out here in these entrepreneurial streets and you're providing shitty service, you're doing yourself a real disservice. And I and I really feel like nobody is really saying enough about it. Like it's you you can go online and you can rant and rave. I mean, or you 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 know, you can bitch and moan online about bad service, but I just really feel like for people who have an ear to really hear feedback, there are things that you can do to improve your client service. It's not good enough to have a great product. It's not good enough to have a great service in and of itself, but how you treat your clients, how you treat your customers has to be at the top of the list. I just don't understand why this is so difficult to grasp and so difficult to understand. Understanding that your service is and can be the differentiator. You can have a not so quality product with excellent client service and go so far beyond somebody who has an excellent product and bad service. I promise you, you can. So if you understood and looked at service as a competitive advantage, you would take it so much more seriously. So I got to find another trap yoga class. I'm sure there's other ones, but it won't be that. It won't be that class. Let me. That won't be that studio. So let me tell y'all something else that bothers me about this. Black-owned business. First and foremost, when I go to look for anything, I will always look to see if there is a Black-owned business that I can support because I would love to circulate my dollars in the Black community first, right? So I'm going to look and see if there's a Black-owned business that I can support. And I do that all the time. And... A lot of times they operate in absolute excellence and integrity, and I love it. And then so many other times that's not the case. Now, I'm not making this about a black or a white or a a black or any other race kind of thing, but I'm I'm just telling you what happens is I find a lot of times black owned businesses or a lot of just the mentality in general can be one of entitlement where you you may feel as a business owner that because you're a Black-owned business that Black people should support you. Or or no, no and no. 
Nobody owes you anything as a Black-owned business owner or as any color or any kind of business owner. People should support you that you can provide excellent service to, that you can operate from a space of integrity with, and that you can keep your damn word with. Like, nobody owes you anything. So I see this, this sense of entitlement that people have. Like, nobody want to support me, my family, my friends. Maybe you just lack excellence. Maybe it's not that everybody is hating on you. Maybe you just don't realize that you don't operate from a space of business excellence and nobody has really been kind enough to tell you the truth, right? Maybe people have been pacifying you and you think that they're hating and you're telling yourself all of these telling yourself all of these stories when the fact is that you just lack excellence. Excellence is really a habit. Now, I'm not talking about perfection because as a business owner, you will make mistakes. You will make a ton of mistakes. I make a ton of mistakes all the time. But one thing that I can tell you is that I'm accountable enough to my clients and I will ask for an opportunity to get something right if I mess it up. Pride does not go well with being a business owner. You have to have a heart of a sensitivity to listen to feedback that people are giving you because feedback makes you better. People say constructive criticism. I like to say constructive feedback, but feedback makes you better. When people tell you things that they like or that they dislike or that they would appreciate more, how can you show up in service to that so you can get better? But a lot of times we stick our chests out as if the people are the problem and not really taking in the validity of constructive feedback that can help us grow our businesses in ways that we hadn't considered. And then the other thing is that we really get offended when people bring issues to our attention. But I was always told that what offends you reveals you. People can't offend you by anything that's not resonant with you. If you don't feel that way in some form or fashion within yourself, people can't offend you by bringing something to your attention that needs attention. What it got me to thinking about too is just like my experiences with so many of the other businesses I support. So... There's a place that I get my smoothies from. I get the same smoothie every single day from the same place every single day. I'll call ahead of time. Tish, this you? Yup, it's me. Give me the go-getter smoothie. All right, it'll be ready in 10 minutes, right? So I know the staff. It's always a consistent experience. And that's why I I stopped going to another smoothie place because I was like, this is somebody that gets it right every single time and my stuff is ready when I get there. Well... They recently hired a new girl. I saw her when she was training. And I was like, okay, somebody new is coming to the mix. That's fine. And about another week or two later, she was on her own. So now she's the girl when I call. She's the one who's answering the phone and she's preparing my smoothie. Well, now when I'm calling, the phone is just ringing and I'm waiting longer. Probably because she's trying to, you know, get get her wits about her because she's new. Well, my, my smoothie experience hasn't been the same for the last couple of weeks. So... The first time I got I got I got the smoothie and there was unblended banana. So I gotta take the top off and chew the smoothie and there was uncrushed ice. And I said, okay, I'm not about to take it back. But when I went back, when I called the next day, I said, excuse me. I said, yesterday my smoothie had unblended banana in it, and I said, and it had uncrushed ice. I said, could you please make sure that that doesn't happen again? Why? Because I want to give her an opportunity to get it right. So when I got it, that smoothie was fine. A couple of days later, the same thing happened. And so I brought it to her attention again. 
my smoothie was not blended. If, if I wanted to eat the smoothie, I would just get a smoothie bowl, but I want to drink the smoothie. I can't suck the banana through the straw, right? So, oh, I'm so sorry about that. And she was like, by the way, you always look so pretty when you come in here. I really appreciate your compliments, but flattery ain't got nothing to do with my damn smoothie being unblended. I just want what I paid for. Now, if this happens again this week, then what will I do? I will tell the manager like, hey, my experience is on the decline a little bit. It's, it's, it hasn't been consistent. Now, I'm not trying to get the girl in trouble, which is why I brought it to her attention to get it right. But as a paying customer, I have every right to expect what I pay for. And what happens is sometimes people say, oh, it's not a big deal. It's a big deal to me when I am investing money in something that I expect a consistent quality. It's not a customized smoothie. It's the same damn smoothie every single day. So just, just you, you should be able to expect a consistent experience is what I'm saying. And the reason why I go there and why I frequent there is because I have been getting that experience. So I feel like I'm well within my rights as a customer, as a loyal customer to say, hey, my experience is a little bit different here, and here's how that could be made right. What I won't do is go online. I won't go online and make a complaint. I won't do that, right? Because I respect them as business owners. I just want to make it right. And, and that's what I'm saying is that a lot of times we just allow any kind of service and we just, we just, we just take it and it's just like we just chalk it up to just like it's whatever. I'm going to give y'all another example because this this is a service is a, a huge thing for me. I'll give you another example. You ever go to a restaurant and your order is incorrect and then you bring it to the attention of the waiter or waitress and then you get it back and it's still incorrect? I'm not the person who raises my hand and complains about everything. Oh, the temperature of my food. I'm not, I'm not that person. However, if what I ordered is repeatedly incorrect or the service is just not right, I'm going to say something. Then you have people that say, uh-uh, don't say anything because they might spit in your food. Am I going to taste the spit? Am I going to know if they spit in my food? I, I probably won't, right? However, if somebody is wicked and evil enough to spit in my food, hell, they might have spit in the food before they brought it out. So if you think that fear of somebody spitting in my food is going to make me not raise my hand, you got to think again. Stop letting people punk you out of the, the service that you're actually paying for. Like, seriously, people, people may have spit in my food before. I don't know. But if it's not right, I'm going to raise my hand and I'm going to say something. Again, giving them an opportunity to get it right. That's all I ever want is what I pay for and what you say you're going to give to me. But Somehow we have this twisted and the person that raises the issue is looking like they have the problem. No, ma'am. Let me tell y'all another example. And I see I'm going in a whole different way than what I was thinking, but this is what happens when you just speak from your heart. A lot of y'all may or may not know my mom uh, in 2014, she had a brain aneurysm that ruptured. I literally saw my mom raised from what looked like the dead over a period of two months. The most, probably one of the most traumatizing experiences that I've ever had in my life. So my mom being unconscious was not able to be her own advocate. For a whole week, I was showering and doing everything else from the hospital, not leaving her side, right? But after that 
probably first couple of weeks, I was uh, working with a coaching company and I was working locally in Chicago. So I would go to work during the day. And then when I'm done, about three o'clock, I'm right back posted up at the hospital. Well, when I come back at three o'clock one day, I'm looking at my mom and my mom's eyes, looks, her face looks like it hasn't been cleaned. I'm real big on lip gloss. My mom looks like her lips have not been touched with Vaseline or whatever they use. Uh-uh. And so guess what I'm doing? I'm ringing the nurses. I'm sorry. I'm not sure whose responsibility it was to clean my mom today, but it's apparent to me that she has not been clean. And so I need you to please take care of my mother and not let this happen again. I was raising all kind of hell in that hospital. Guess what? My aunt, she she passed in November and in, in October, I'm sorry, of last year, but my aunt was like, you don't want to make a big deal because you don't want people to do something to her. So you don't want them to mistreat her when you're not here. Again, it's the same mindset that says people might spit in your food. I looked at my aunt and I said, you have got to be kidding me. I said, let me tell you something. I said, this is my mother. She's the only one that I have. And I said, I don't give a damn about the threat or, or the fear of somebody doing something to her when I'm not here. She's not in this hospital for free. She's going to get a huge bill when she leaves here for everything that they're supposed to do. So you best believe that I'm going to raise hell to ensure that my mom is taken care of to the best of their ability. And if there is a nurse, if there is an assistant that's slacking, I am going to raise my hand and say something about it. And she left me alone. She was a nurse, right? But she left me alone. My mom is laying in the bed. She needs to be clean. She needs to be moisturized because she, what she will not do is have bed sores because she's not moving. And guess what? She didn't get a one. I polished my mom's toes. We're not about to be in this hospital looking looking crazy just, just because you're sick. We don't. We, that's just not what we're doing. My mom is going to get the best care possible because y'all not doing us a favor. And so sometimes we have this mentality. Remember, you may not remember, but I talked in other podcasts about your toleration point. And so sometimes we will tolerate shitty service, maybe because we just don't believe that we deserve more. I just don't buy into that. And so I'm going to be the person to disrupt it. I'm going to be the person to raise my hand and say, absolutely not. We need better than this. In that same hospital, I was asking the doctors, the nurses, and so what's the side effects of this? What should I be looking for for this? What does this look like with this? And my aunt was like, again, you're asking too many questions. Let my aunt rest in peace. But I said, you're out of your league right here. I said, I have never worked with someone or had anybody in my life with a traumatic brain injury. And I am the one who was solely responsible for every decision regarding her care. You better damn sure bet I want to know what I'm supposed to be looking for, side effects and everything else. Guess what? Within two weeks, I'm sorry, two months, my mom was back home living on her own uh, and and on the mend from that brain aneurysm. And I know for sure it was because I stayed on top of them about her care. You just don't allow people to just slack on something when you're paying for it. I don't know where that mindset comes from. So that's why I was telling y'all before, it's not about like a black business, a white business, a small owned business or business otherwise. It's about service. It's about you expressing the, the lack of service that you're receiving and giving people an opportunity to correct it. And if they don't correct it, then you take it to the next level. That's, I, I'm just wired that way. I don't care where I go. Again, I'm not the troublemaker. When people provide excellent client service, that's probably when I will go online 
excuse me, ma'am, excuse me, sir, what's your name? I really want to, you know, let your supervisor or let your manager or put an online review to let them know about this amazing experience that I had. That's probably when I'm most likely to go online is when I'm really, really pleased with service, not when I'm not. But what has us just willing to accept anything from people when we are paying money for it? Here's another thing. I had a friend, She um she's here in Atlanta. And if I remember the story correctly, there was a, was it a facial or a massage? It was some kind of service like that. Well, the lady was um booked out for a year, right? So apparently she 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 must she must have some power in her hands and she was booked out for a year. So she made an appointment for both uh, herself and her daughter. Well, when it was time for her appointment, they let her know that another massage therapist or esthetician, I can't remember which one it was, would be doing the service for her. One that had been personally trained by the person that she originally booked with. She said, uh, no, ma'am, ex- excuse me. We need to cancel this appointment because I don't know this person. And she reached out to, as as, as she should have, she reached out to the massage therapist and said, I have paid for this appointment. I have been waiting for this appointment for a year. My time is just as valuable as yours. And so for you to have somebody else to do this appointment without giving me prior knowledge and allowing me to accept that, you know, whether that's acceptable with me or not, it's just bad business. And so the lady tells her, like, she trained, I don't care that you trained her. That's not, you're missing the point. The point is that you didn't let her know this. And so she said, I need you to cancel the appointment for me and cancel the appointment for my daughter and run me my money. And she was well within her rights. When you value yourself, you'll just stop taking shit and shitty treatment from people who don't value your time, don't value your business, and don't value your money, and then have the audacity to have an attitude about it. Are you kidding me? It it, it just blows me away when I... It just, it just absolutely blows me away when I see this. I promise y'all, when I have great client service, I'm, I'm loyal. I'm just like, I will pay more. I will travel farther. I will do whatever it is that I need to do to support a business that has the service thing right, even if I can get a product or service for cheaper. Case in point, I had a Black-owned water company um, here in Atlanta They was making water deliveries like the milkman used to do, right? And guess what? They had a few kinks in the system trying to find drivers just because they said they were like the the cartel or or something of water or whatever, right? So they're bringing this water, and I was just like, I love it. Guess what? I could easily have water delivered and beat the price, but I wanted to support their business and I wanted to support what they were doing in the community, right? And you know, they always say, if you want to change anything in your body, change the water. So I was with it. Well, what happened? The wife got into a really bad car accident. And so all of the deliveries, they just like stopped, you know, while she healed. Under, I mean, understandable, right? Something happened. A life circumstance happened. And then uh, I remember them reaching out to me one time to to let me know that. And then they reached out another time to ask me if I wanted to pick up water from another location that was like, you know, probably 20 minutes away. It was whatever it was, I couldn't go and do it. I haven't heard from them since. So I said, let me look them up on social media and see if, like, are they delivering? Like, are they in business? Like, what's happening? Did they go out of business? Well, it looks like 
things are flowing and things are moving. Again, I don't know if they're delivering, but there has been no communication. So this is this is what I mean. Now, with a life event, a tragedy, like an accident, things happen. But all I'm saying is just from a service standpoint, you never want to not provide excellent client service and you never want to not communicate with people, with your customers, with your clients in the event that you cannot. Because more than likely, if people are doing business with you, they're doing business with you because they either know, like, and trust you, your products, your level of service. And so most people are very forgiving if you communicate with them. But when you don't have an established relationship with people yet, like if they're new and they don't know you yet, you want to over-communicate with them because then they know what to expect from you in the event that something goes wrong. Because if you don't communicate, what it looks like is that it's just a money grab. Like you don't care about service. You don't care about anything. It's just a money grab. How about this though? How about as a business owner, how about for your own integrity's sake, not being okay with just putting anything out in the world when you know it's not your best. Not perfection, but continual improvement, continually improving. You are better than this. You are better than this. And sometimes it just takes a few tweaks. What about your personal integrity? My grandma used to say, have some pride about yourself. (laughs) But I'm saying like, what about your personal integrity? Because what happens is people start to say things and you start to get a reputation and that reputation might not even be who you are, right? But because you haven't developed service or business efficiency, that reputation can be the very thing that tanks your business. So it's not about how great your product or service is, right? But it's it's the level of service that you can provide. And I will drill this message in. I drill it in with my own clients. And personally, I'm always looking at How can I support this person in a better way? How can I show up? How can I go above and beyond? I don't even have to consciously think about it, right? If I see a need, I'm going to feel it. If I see something that they need, it could be outside of the scope of what we were talking about. I know they were looking for this. I'm going to find a resource. I'm going to send it. Like seriously, I just, it, it, it really has to be a heart change. Like, You really have to care about what you're doing and the user experience, the end user. If money is your thing, I don't know what to tell you, but impact over income will always go further in the long run if you want to be here in the long run. If if it's just a money grab for you and you're just trying to get in your bag and you're just trying to get paid, keep on doing what you're doing. But if you want Uh, raving fans, organic referrals, and business that is sustainable, then tweak your client service experience and engender that sense of loyalty from people who don't want to do business with anybody other than you because they love the way that you treat them. I'm telling y'all, it is an absolute game changer. You might feel like I'm fussing, and I am, because we can do better. We can do better as small businesses. We can do better as Black businesses. We can do better as businesses, period. But I have a particular interest in small businesses and Black-owned businesses because guess what? We have the highest rates of failure. We have the highest rates of failure. And it's not always external things and things that are coming against us. Sometimes it's things that we need to be humble enough to say, I need to make some changes here. And the beauty about business, guys, is that 
You can try it as many times as you need to until you get it right. Once you get it right, just roll with it. But until you get it right, keep trying. Thank you so much for joining me. And, you know, if you have a business that you love, a business that is providing excellent service, that would be a great place to leave them a Google review, to leave them, to, to let the, the person know how much you appreciate it because there is some bad service out there. And if you are receiving bad service in any capacity from anywhere, don't be silent about it. It's well within your right to give an opportunity for them to get it right, right? Until until they do. You, you, you're worth that. I love each and every one of you. Have a beautiful, beautiful day. Until next time.